Good day and welcome to another B2B exclusive. Our guest today is Jeff Quartermain, Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer at Perseus Mining. Perseus trades on the Toronto and Australian stock exchanges under the ticker PRU. Good day, Jeff. Thank you for joining us today on B2B Interviews. And thanks very much for having me, Todd. Jeff, I thought you might begin with a brief introduction and overview of the company. Okay, sure. Well, look, um, as you said, Perseus Mining is listed on the Australian and Toronto Stock Exchange. We're a West African-focused company. We're involved in exploration, development and production of gold uh, in two countries in West Africa at the present time. We produce at around a, a rate of about a half a million ounces of gold a year, so it's a reasonably uh, significant uh, uh, exercise. And um, we've been at this now for some time. We've recently announced a, um, a takeover of, a, uh, of a, a company which will give us further development projects. And this was uh, Orca Gold, which is based, uh, has, has its projects based in, um, in, in uh, Sudan. So um, yeah, Perseus has uh, been, been around for a while. It's, it's got a very experienced um, board and management team. Uh, very focused on, or we recognise very much the importance of our social licence to operate, particularly uh, being in, in West Africa, where uh, not only are we in, in the business of generating benefits for our shareholders, but indeed for all of our stakeholders, and that includes, of course, our host governments, host communities uh, and employees as well. Indeed. Now, Jeff, expand a bit more, if you would, on your core assets and give us a better sense for where you are today in terms of these production levels, reserves, resources, etc. Okay, well, our production comes from three mines. The first of these was the Edikan mine, which was built in, in Ghana, uh, commenced production in about um, uh, 2012, uh, commercial production. And it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a large scale, a relatively low grade mine, has about a further seven years of mine life ahead of it. It's producing at roughly around 160,000 ounces per year at the present time, and it's uh, it's it's all in site costs, uh, somewhat elevated compared to uh, the other assets in the in the portfolio. It's running around 13.50 an ounce at the present time. The second mine that we built was built, we built it in Cote d'Ivoire, and it's called the Sasingi mine. It's a it's a much smaller mine than than any can. We built that and started operating it in 2018. It's uh, about halfway through its uh, projected life at the present time. We are in a position where we can extend the life out to around uh, 2026. And it produces in the order of 60 to 70,000 ounces a year, but it does it at a relatively low cost. In fact, it's been a, a, a prolific producer of cash for us uh, since we got that mine into operation. Our third project is the Aori mine in, uh, in, in um, Cote d'Ivoire also. It's located relatively close to the capital city of, of Yamasukro. Now, this project was poured first gold in 2017 and has been a, uh, an absolute revelation for us since then. It's uh, operating at a, at a very um, a very prolific uh, uh, level, very low cost. In fact, in the December half year, we produced about 140,000 ounces from uh, the Yayori mine. And, and that was at an all-in-site cost of around $687 an ounce. Now, um, you know, the, as I say, the Aori mine first produced gold in December, December um, 20. So uh, 
you know, we spent a goodly part of the uh, first half of the year ramping up, and it was only really this December half where we where we started to hit our straps. And it's clearly a uh, a very exciting opportunity for us. Now, educate us a bit more in terms of the infrastructure in place within these regions as it relates to resource production, development, further exploration opportunities, et cetera. Well, well, uh, in infrastructure, as far as gold mining is concerned, is, is fine. It's excellent, actually. And, uh, and there, there can be no complaint around that. Just to put it in perspective, um, we built the Aori mine, um, so finishing in, in December um, 20. Now, um, we built that uh, within about an 18-month period through the middle of the COVID period. And we, we actually finished that construction slightly ahead of schedule and, and under budget. So, you know, I think that's a, a good uh, illustration of the fact that you've got ports, you've got very good roads, uh, things work. And, um, you know, I know that a lot of people in the West uh, who aren't familiar with the area perhaps have reservations around the level of sophistication in, in some of the countries where we operate. But I can assure you operating uh, in West Africa is, is not a difficult task by any, any stretch of the imagination. Now, what more can you tell us about this Orca Gold pending transaction and what this will mean for Perseus moving forward? Well, look, it was a, uh, it's a bit of a step out from us in terms of the fact that we've been previously focused in West Africa. And, of course, Sudan is in the, on the Nubian Shield in, in northeastern Africa. This is a really uh, an interesting uh, opportunity for us because we've done very well in the last few years to bring the, the three mines on stream and operate them the way, the way we are. However, we've always felt that our share price was not really reflecting the true value of the company. If you look at our price to earnings ratios and price to cash flow ratings, we, we were lagging behind our peers. However, the thing that was, was quite clear was that in terms of enterprise value to resource ounce or reserve ounce, we were actually quite well valued. And what that was saying to us was that the market, while it appreciated the good work that we were doing, had reservations around the size of our, our reserve base and the longevity of the, the lives of the mines in the portfolio. Now, by acquiring uh, Orca, as we have done, their major project, Block 14, gives us the opportunity to more or less double our reserve base in one go and, and also add a 14, potentially 14-year 14 mine life into the portfolio. So it, it, it adds a lot to, uh, to, to our company um, in, in those respects. Um, you know, the thing is that... It, 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 we're paying the Orca shareholders roughly 9% of, uh, of our capital base. And in return for 9% of our capital base, we're doubling our oil reserve. We think that that is a, a very accretive uh, uh, acquisition. And furthermore, not only does uh, Orca own the, um, the Block 14 project in Sudan, but it's also got 31.5% of a Canadian-listed company called Montage, which is an exploration company that has a very large mineral resource in the north of Cote d'Ivoire, which is and it's located about 150 kilometres south of our Sisingi mine. Now, in the event that, um, that the Sudanese project doesn't, uh, doesn't progress the way we hope it will, um, the, the, the montage situation certainly provides us with a, uh, an attractive fallback position. I think the montage uh, resource, it's got some way to go before it's a, um, it's a, uh, a project that we would be very interested in, but certainly all of the signs at this stage are encouraging. And between Block 14 and uh, and uh, and the Montage project, uh, Kone project, 
we're adding potentially two very significant uh, assets into our portfolio. Will the company look to additional M&A activities moving forward in the near to midterm as a catalyst towards continued growth? Well, we, we may do. Um, that depends on the opportunities. I think one thing I can say for certain is that we'll be focusing very heavily on organic growth exploration. And with the, 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 the results coming through from our exploration programs, we're very comfortable that we can maintain our production level at around the 500,000 ounce level out towards the end of the decade. Now, if you add into the equation the, um, the Block 14 project that belongs to Orca, it's more, you know, it's likely to come on stream sometime in 2025, 26, something of that, that order, which is helpful in the sense that that's when uh, some of the, this Sasingi mine, for instance, is starting to dip down in production. So what we would see at that time is arguably a step up from 500,000 to you know, something closer to 700,000 ounces per year, and then we'd maintain that out to the end of the decade and beyond as well. So, um, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting combination at, at that point. So what is it then, Jeff, that is so unique about Perseus? What is it that now defines and differentiates this company from others in the industry? Well, in very, very simple terms, we do what we say we're going to do. It's a core value of our company that we, we, we do that. And if, you, if people were to go back over time, uh, go back about five or six years and see what it was, the plan that we laid out, what we said we were going to do, we've done all of those things. And that's something that, you know, is a, it's a core um, ethic of our people who are very committed to, uh, to delivering on the outcomes. And that, that kind of sets us apart. We have reasonably reasonable levels of production we generate quite a lot of cash at the present time. We've got good solid margins and certainly selling into this elevated gold price, we um, uh, you know, are generating good levels of cash and we have growth. But lots of companies have those attributes. But I think having a, a, a very committed management team, very capable management team, um, people who, who are very focused on doing what they're saying they're going to do sort of sets us aside from some of the peer group. Let's talk a bit more about that leadership. What more can you tell us now about this present board and management team at Perseus Mining? Oh, well, you know, the board we have has been around for, um, for, for, for a while. We've got, uh, you know, a, a good solid um, set of skills on the board represented by uh, people from different countries, good gender diversity. And, uh, and together as a group, they, uh, it's, it's very much a case of, uh, you know, one and one equals three, as it were. We, we, we certainly complement each other in the skill set. So they work very well together and, and provide, uh, you know, guidance and governance, which is very necessary in this day and age. At the management level, you know, we've built up a, an excellent team, I have to say. And um, look, it, it, building your team doesn't happen overnight. It's, it does take time. And getting the right combination of people who can uh, work collaboratively together, but at the same time be very, you know, high performers in their own right, does take some some work. And I'm I'm very pleased to say that the group that we have at the present time, um, you know, have been with us for for quite a while. And uh, or when I say quite a while, for you know, for for at least five years or so in most instances, more than that. And um, you know, they work very well as a group. So briefly in closing, let's recap, if you would leave us with a few quick bullets here. Why should investors consider a long-term position in Perseus Mining? 
Well, look, it's fairly simple. It is a compelling uh, mid-tier gold company, uh, mid-tier in, uh, gold investment opportunity. We, we offer steadily improving production performance matched by declining cost profile. And, we'll, and we, we're achieving that in a difficult operating environment. We've got financial strength, uh, net cash position on the balance sheet, under, underpinned by very strong cash flows and, and prudent balance sheet management. Uh, we offer attractive growth prospects based on both um, near, time, near mine exploration success and, and intelligent acquisitions. Uh, we mentioned Orca. We've also acquired uh, Amaris in 2016. And I think in terms of, of um, successful M&A, we've, we've done, done quite well. And of course, as I said just, just previously, all of these efforts are underpinned by a very well-defined and widely accepted set of corporate values. And these values guide our behaviour. We do what we say we're going to do, amongst other things. We've got a strong commitment to the fundamental importance of uh, maintaining our social licence to operate. Very, very important anywhere, but particularly important in a, in a developing uh, sit, uh, country situation such as we work in. And then finally, you know, we have uh, a very strong work, work ethic shared by a very talented group of people who all of them, both individually and collectively, are, are strongly committed to delivering on our corporate mission, which is to generate material benefits for all of our stakeholders in fair and equitable proportions. Now, you know, uh, this is not idle promises. This is what an investor can expect to receive. And I should mention also, we introduced a, uh, a dividend policy uh, last year for the first time, and we expect to be returning significant sums of capital to our shareholders over, over coming years. Well, that is certainly a very compelling story and a very interesting investment opportunity. Jeff, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you for joining us on B2B Interviews. Thank you very much for having me. Our guest today has been Jeff Quartermain, Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer at Perseus Mining. Perseus trades on the Toronto and Australian Stock Exchanges under the ticker PRU.